0: Some updates and some new ramblings on the potpourri episode 11 of... Go for Hello mom, hello you demented, perverted sociopaths, how are you? You might think I'm being dismissive of what little audience I have, but actually it turns out I have quite a loyal prison following. So, inmates at the... Uh, Helena Correctional Facility, thank you so much for sending me all those wonderful photographs of your penises. <laughs> it gets quite lonely here in Japan, so thank you. Uh, no, I um, this is going to be a potpourri episode. I've got a bunch of stuff to, on my mind, and I want to get it off my mind. What are you doing in my mind? Get out of there! So, without further ado, we could have had it all! uh i mean do uh here we go a uh, a very common thing that i've noticed that they do here is they hand out like really low grade quality like just crappy tissues for free on the street and there are like these tiny little packages and they're emblazoned with advertising for some kind of company or service or whatever obviously the jokes on them because i'm illiterate and i can't read your advertisement but I often need to blow my nose, so thank you, advertisers of Japan, for that. People always get really excited when I tell them that I'm a lawyer here. It's, like, kind of mind-boggling. It's super new, but, like, I'll be with people. Like, my sister and her friends were here this weekend, so I was, like, kind of showing off for them and, like, pretending that I'm actually capable of speaking Japanese or or really just speaking as best as I can. But I was, I, I think, a little bit helpful. But anyways, while we'd be talking to, like, you know, total strangers, I'd sort of be making conversation. And, like, the thing that I would always say to, like, show off, I'd be like, oh, girls, like, watch this. This, check this out, and basically, I'm like, no shigoto wa chiteki zaisan no bengoshi des." My job, intellectual property lawyer, is, and like sometimes they laugh, like genuinely. There's like a laugh, like a, <laughs> like a, like a, like a polite laugh. It's unclear, but they almost always repeat "bengoshi" out loud, like they can't, like fathom, they can't, like believe that this is true. It's like, <laughs> "bengoshi, bengoshi." They're like turned to his friend, <laughs> "bengoshi." Like, it's, like, incredible. I feel like it's weird because, like, in America, like, we are such litigious, vindictive pricks that, like, everyone we know and their mother is a lawyer. And, like, even though the American Bar Association is out there on the front lines, like, trying its hardest to, like, reverse this or, like, do something about it. Like, lawyers in America really aren't exactly known for their scrupulous ethics. Like, they're just, like, scraping the barrel barely above politicians on, like, the bullshit index. But, like, it's crazy to say this, but I feel like Japanese people really, like, they really seem to respect lawyers. There's, like, a genuine, like, calling there. Like, I feel like they think what I do must be noble and exciting and difficult. I uh, I haven't had the heart or the courage to tell them the truth yet uh, <laughs> that I'm a paper-pushing coward. But I guess that'll just be our little kimitsu or our, our little secret. When my sister and her friends were here this past week, like, it was really, first off, it was amazing having them around, like, really like reconfirmed that I'm not going insane and that this really is like sort of difficult and confusing and frustrating and all that. But uh, when I was out, I was sort of speaking Japanese for them and they were like, oh, my God, your Japanese is like really pretty good. And I was like, "Here, here's the best way I can explain to you that my Japanese is actually like pretty crappy and like probably always will be. Apart from the fact that I'm still illiterate, like a week or, or so ago, I was in this bar with a bunch of other gaijin and there were a bunch of women Believe it or not, like half Japanese, half Hispanic women celebrating a birthday. And so I was talking to them. I was able to speak Spanish to them. Those of you who know me know that my Spanish language skills are like in between gringo and redneck like i'm really not like my ja my spanish skills are really like in no way anything to be proud about but like it was incredible i was able to speak to them in spanish they only spoke spanish and japanese didn't speak english at all but like i was genuinely able to communicate things like i that i like in japanese i just have to simplify things to their basic core or just give up or use google translate but in spanish i'm like genuinely for the most part able to articulate what it is that I'm trying to say. Then, of course, they asked me to salsa, and uh, I tried to do my best Elvis uh, El Bailador Blanco, but uh, I looked more like the before of a Rogaine ad or something, but... um, Eas uh, fueron muy simpatico, though. So, you know. A couple weeks ago, I went to a sumo wrestling day, like one of 15 days during the March Osaka tournament. There are six sumo tournaments every year in Japan. And in March, it's always in Osaka, like every year for. Many, many, many decades. This was so cool, like just awesome. I won't get into too much detail, but like for those of you who know me, uh, it won't surprise you to know that I was boisterous as fuck. Like I was just loud. I kept trying to start chants and shouting things. Watashi tashi wa Endo Daisuki We love you, Endo. Endo is one of the uh, one of the more popular wrestlers here. Uh, he went to college instead of going straight from high school to a sumo academy, so he's like. The opposite of LeBron James here. Most of the matches, just like sex with me, were uh, were anticlimactic and over in like six seconds. But uh, some of them would go for like 25, 30 seconds. It's pretty awesome. Uh, In order to win a sumo match, you have to make any part of your opponent's body either touch the floor of the dohyo, which is like the mat, the circular mat, or touch the floor outside of the circular boundaries of the dohyo. The dohyo is not actually a mat the way we think of a mat. It's actually like a sand, like clay. I don't know what the heck is in it, but there's like a very spiritual element to it. In fact, uh, Shintoism is where Sumo got its start. So like above the ring is like this whole Shinto shrine sort of thing and like there's a big focus on the wrestlers fight on either the west or the east side there's a big direction plays a big role in all of this and it's all sort of uh grounded in this shinto tradition um but there's like a whole like every tournament every like for the 15 days in Osaka, like they build the the whole match structure and everything anew just for that tournament it's not like transported in a bunch of trucks like wwe or whatever really can't stress though this was seriously magnificent uh, one other thing I wanted to talk to folks about, I've been trying to better understand the Japanese sense of humor so that I can get, like, some pity laughs here. Uh, this has sort of been a little successful. I recently learned how to do comparisons in the Japanese language. So a joke that's worked for me whenever I order more than, like, one dish at a restaurant is I say, Watashi wa Amerikajin. Jin wa Nihonjin yori moto desu. And then I sort of smile. Uh, basically, what I just said is I am American. Americans are fatter than Japanese. Uh, this this really seems to work. Like I said, I've also used moto orakana and moto taidana, which are uh, dumber and lazier. On the theme of making the Japanese laugh, I also just discovered that the word for interesting, omoshiroi is actually the same word as funny. So omoshiroi means both interesting and funny. As far as I can understand, and this has been confirmed to me by a couple other gaijin and even some, some Japanese natives, there's no other word for funny. So this other gaijin I met who married a Japanese woman was telling me that his father-in-law was watching some like animated cartoon like comedy television show and just kept telling the dude, like, oh, it's omoshiroi, omoshiroi. And then, like, they were speaking in English, the guy kept saying, it's really interesting, it's really interesting. So the dual meaning here is, like, fascinating. Like, I had a mishap at work where I said something was uh, omoshiroi. I meant to say it was interesting, and my boss was like, no, it's definitely not omoshiroi. And I was like, uh... And then I later learned about the dual meaning. And the dual meaning uh, works on a couple levels. I just... I the The, the word cute... Here is kawaii, which is like very like often used. But again, as far as I can tell, this word can be used for both like an adorable little puppy dog. Oh, look at the little puppy and an attractive 19-year-old woman. As a disclaimer, the foregoing information was presented entirely without comment on its ramifications for both the Japanese sense of humor and feminist progress. I'd like to close with a couple haikus, because my ultimate goal is to make this as much like NPR as possible. I wish I had some kind of slow jazz to put in the background here. This first one is by Miura Chora. Kogani Sabi. Wakaba-ni Shinobu Mukashi Kana. That means the tarnished gold and the fresh greenery bring back memories of bygone days. And now one by Nakamura Kusatao. Fuyu Umiya, Raka no Gotoku, Kamome Uku. On the winter sea, seagulls float like fallen leaves. And finally one from Oshima Ryota. Meigetsuya, Umare Kawaraba, Mine no Matsu. Against the bright full moon, a hilltop pine tree, is the image of my rebirth. That was five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. You guys remember haiku, don't pretend like you don't. Arigato gozaimashita for listening, and sayonara.